Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. where I taught y'all how to make it rain? Make it rain. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. All right, away we go. It is Monday, people, September the 9th, 2019. It is the very first Monday night football opportunity coming off of, of course, week one in the NFL. Week two in college football is what we uh, is what we had this past weekend. Great stuff. Across the board, hell, we even had some tennis, we had some UFC, we had all sorts of great and exciting things to be able to invest in over the weekend. How did it all work out? Who made money? Who didn't make money? Who's in trouble? Uh, You know, no doubt, unfortunately, there are people waking up here this morning who are going, well, that was fun. There goes my bankroll. Uh, Everything is out. And probably because... Maybe you didn't have the best of days uh, over the weekend and you had one last opportunity last night to make it all back. And we see Mm. it each and every year. Week one, you get that get that Sunday night game where you go and you know what? I'll go ahead. Let me double this up here. Let me get this go. And if you had the Patriots, congratulations, you did well. But man, we had uh, we talked to our friends at the FanDuel Sportsbook in New Jersey yesterday. And they told us how much money was coming in on Pittsburgh. In fact, they could not believe the amount of handle that was coming in on the Pittsburgh Steelers, a team that has not won in Foxborough when Ben Roethlisberger has been the quarterback or Mike Tomlin has been the head coach. This is an offer, guys. And they just could not believe how much money continued to pour in on the Pittsburgh Steelers going into that matchup last night. And yeah, no, that didn't work out all that well. In fact, uh, Dane, I would I'm going to go on a limb here and say maybe just maybe some people in Pittsburgh, the fans, even some of the players are going, yeah, um, we might not be nearly as dangerous without Lev Bell and Antonio Brown. And I think, listen, drama less. I get it. But drama less doesn't make you. Well, it doesn't make you better in between the lines. It just means you don't have as much aggravation to deal afterwards. But there is a little something off last night with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Did you notice it, man? Yeah, I think that's fair to say. And good morning, Joe. Good morning, degenerates of Make It Rain. You know, by the way, Joe, there was a portion of time, I think, on Saturday, they could have signed Antonio Brown if they wanted to. You know what I mean? I mean, he was apparently available for pickup, I think, for all teams. But it was their opponent who went ahead and did make that signing. I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit later on. You know, yes, Joe, there was something a little bit off. But at the same time, you know, game flow kind of got away from them, right? 
relatively early as well. So I want to kind of take some of these things with a grain of salt. And honestly, Joe, that's going to be the main thing I'm saying no matter what question you give me about the NFL over the next two hours. I'll be like, yeah, but let's take it with a grain of salt as well. But if you remember this, Joe, I've been asking you and anybody who will listen for the better part of two months, who's the number two receiver in Pittsburgh? Who's the number two receiver in Pittsburgh? They went to Dante Moncrief a bunch of times, and it was horrible. Okay, he dropped third downs. It did not look good, right? James Washington, fine, a couple of bombs over the top. But I think what we're seeing is the ripple effect, not from what the Pittsburgh Steelers do, but what for opposing defenses have to do when facing the Pittsburgh Steelers, right? Collinsworth was talking about it for Juju. Are they going to double him, or are they just going to put Stephon Gilmore on him? And they just put Stephon Gilmore on him, right? And so then it's the ripple effect. It's the ripple effect of what they can um, kind of defensively attribute to other people who are not Antonio Brown and Lev Bell. And that is the ripple effect, in my opinion. What the defense doesn't have to invest in a generational talent to stop them, they can then leave to address, you know, decent to good NFL football players. And I think Juju will be fine, but the ripple effect to people like Moncrief, Washington, Vance McDonald, and others will be, I think, the impact for the Pittsburgh Steelers offense. Well, I guess maybe that should be the uh, the message here is that uh, everyone, you know, take a deep breath, right? It is week one. And like you said, it's uh, probably going to be a uh, a theme of what you're going to say, no matter what I throw at you. Yeah. Uh, unless, of course, I give you the name. Um, how about Dolphins, Miami Dolphins? Um, are we having the same conversation? Because I know you said no matter what I throw at you, the answer is <sighs> going to be taken with a grain of salt. So I'm going to ask you, Miami Dolphins, still having salt this morning? Are we? Um, so I can spit it. So, yes, because here's what I'll say. No, honestly, here's what I will say. If you all of a sudden think Lamar Jackson's going to throw for 350 and five touchdowns every week, you're bugging. You know what I mean? Like, that is not going to happen. If you think that Hollywood Brown is going to wind up with 150 and two every week, you're bugging. Okay? And so, yes, I think that is the overreaction, but it would be overreaction on the side of thinking that the Baltimore Ravens are going to put up 59 points and look like world beaters every single week that's where you take it with a grain of salt joe but as it relates to the miami side i think you're okay to feel however you want especially i don't know joe i know i'm sure you're you have more on this but i've heard that multiple dolphins were like you know what screw this i want out you know it seems like it's very obvious now that the process has gone from philadelphia in the nba down to miami in a full-on way and there's some veterans out there in miami that are like you know what i ain't waiting for this process get me on the same train that laramie tunsil and kenny stills was on and kiko alonzo were on so uh yeah i think this one is uh this one is gonna uh you know look bad yeah, I would uh, I would say there is no uh, there's nothing positive to take out what happened in Miami yesterday. If you are a Dolphins fan and you're absolutely correct, some of the beat reporters, uh, even yesterday prior to the game, there had been rumblings all week. There was a lot of malcontents in that locker room, uh, guys that they don't want to. And it's a tough situation because on one hand, Everyone knows what they're doing, even though they're saying, look over here. And but we already know what's going on, you know, on the other side. But the problem they're having is there are a lot of guys that feel that. 
they're going to be put in a position not to make money, that they are either going to be a sacrificial lamb for this organization, an organization which is not committed to winning. And in the NFL, with careers being so short, Dane, you understand these guys in this locker room are like, um, yeah, I don't want to be here. Like, I'd rather, you know, go someplace where at least I'll have an opportunity to win some games and and I'll have an opportunity positive to on tape. You got to put something You're- positive on tape. Yeah, well, the problem is the scheming of of what was happening there yesterday. No adjustments made, and I think that's the biggest problem. Are they coaching to lose? We'll talk about that coming up, man. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. All 
right, the very first overreaction Monday here on Make It Rain. Welcome in. Get in the grid here on SportsGrid.com. I'm Joe Ranieri. Dane Martinez hanging with you here as we try to make heads or tails. Uh, on the first Sunday of the NFL season, we had uh, college football, plenty of it. Week two also, where we watched the heavyweights continue to roll, at least at the top of the uh, the depth chart there in Clemson and Alabama and Oklahoma. And yeah, we get it. You guys are good. Uh, and it's going to be even worse this week, too, as we take a look at some of these early lines and schedules in college football. But the overreaction, uh, it's just a it's a part of the landscape when it comes to NFL football. And we still haven't even played all the games. We got two more games here tonight. Late game Denver and Oakland. Plus, uh, we've got Houston uh, hanging out in uh, the big fantasy matchups can still be won and lost, Joe. Yes, yes, we can. Still plenty of opportunities for uh, some sliver of hope for some fantasy people out there and some fantasy teams. But there might not be some hope here for a few teams uh, this season. And yes, you can say it's an overreaction Monday, but the reality is the Miami Dolphins, we know what they are. They are tanking for Tua. And uh, to have a mutiny after one game. And not so much that, hey, we don't have a problem with, you know, we don't have a problem so much with not being good enough to win games or, or not having the same level of talent. But the big problem coming out of Miami uh, last night was that the team is convinced, and this is a problem, the team is convinced that the coaching staff is not scheming to win. In other words, it's one thing if you get beat man-to-man and they're putting you in a position to be able to succeed and you lose. But the overwhelming response out of that locker room yesterday was that the coaching staff on the sidelines, all week long on the sidelines, they didn't care. And they were actually not making adjustments during that game and purposely putting him in a position to look just absolutely awful. So some of that could be, Dane, that nobody likes getting their ass whooped, uh, you know, 59 to 10. But... You are talking about a guy in Brian Flores who prided himself and got the damn job from being one of the smartest defensive head, um, you know, DCs in the league. And all of a sudden you allow the Baltimore Ravens to throw up 59 points with, with absolutely making no adjustments, by the way, from first half to second. half, They continued to run the same plays, Baltimore, and continue to beat the Dolphins time and time again. So. There is some truth to it, I think. If they're going to tank, you gotta you gotta at least make it look like you're trying not to tank. And I think that's the biggest problem with the players is if you feel the coaching staff is putting you in a position to lose on purpose, man, that's a tough pill to swallow going out there, maybe possibly getting your career ended when they're not even trying to win, Dane. I think that's the problem moving forward for the Dolphins. Yeah, that is a very important distinction, Joe. I remember like when we talk about this in basketball, for example, like with the Knicks or other teams, what we always say is that the players on the court or on the field, they're trying their hardest, right? Usually with a quote-unquote tank, it's about 
the front office. It's about upper management, like not signing players that they may be able to sign, mm-hmm. you know, not spending all their money. Uh, the good old Bill Parcells uh, quote, quote, you know, shop for the groceries kind of thing. Right. Yes. Or it's about it's about that kind of stuff. Never the players and coaches on the field. Never. They're always putting forth their best effort. Now, what right. you're saying here is not that the players, but that the coaches were actually not scheming to win or trying. Mm-hmm. And that would be a huge concern. And I would empathize with players then on the Miami Dolphins, because one of the things I say all the time, you hear it during preseason, but it's the truth every time in the NFL. You're not only the eye in the sky does not lie. Okay, and you are not only performing for your team, you are putting stuff on tape for the 31 other teams in the NFL. And if you're in a position where no matter what you do, no matter what your effort is, you're not being put in positions to win or you're in, uh, you know, the worst being schemed almost to lose. You're right. That compromises your ability as a professional, whether you're with the Dolphins or part of the fraternity that is the NFL to be gamefully employed. And so that is something different. And I think that is a very important distinction. The players on the field are always going to try. It's usually the idea of the front office at the GM level, but if it's at the coach level, this is something very different. The other thing I would say real quick, though, Joe, is a long time ago, I was telling you, hey, what about, remember, Steve Wilkes, who we thought was in it for the long term in Arizona and Mm. had only one year. It looked really, really bad, and he got fired. I said, what about Flores? And you said, no, that'll never happen. He's going to be here. He's laying the bricks for a culture with Kalen Balaj and others who are doing it the right way. Let me tell you something, Joe. If it looks this bad for another 17 weeks or 16 weeks, I don't care what kind of wink and nods he has with uh, the owner, Ross. He'll be gone if it looks Mm. like this much of a dumpster fire. Yeah, and if the continued message out of that locker room is players are quitting on the coaches, then, yeah, then you've got an issue there because who in the hell, you can go get Tua all you want. Who in the hell is going to want to come and play in Miami? All the cap space in the world won't do you any good if they don't feel like the coaching staff is the one putting them in a position to be successful. So I don't think it'll ever look as... Well, actually, I'm kidding. Uh, the The Dolphins are playing New England next week. Who are we kidding here? Uh, but uh, it'll be interesting to see if Bill Belichick takes his foot off the gas against his former D.C. He he has not in the past, by the way, not his style. So we'll see. I don't even know what that line's going to open up with, but it should be around maybe minus 50 for New England on the road, uh, given what we witnessed last night by the Patriots, who continue to look in midseason form. And coaching, you don't think coaching matters in the NFL, guys. You're not paying attention. Mike Tomlin, after the game last night, came out and admitted, we weren't ready. We weren't ready for the Patriots. How anybody still has a job and admits that we weren't ready in the NFL is mind-blowing to me. It's not like these teams don't know each other. Uh, The problem is Big Ben and company – had absolutely no answer for anything that New England, from an offensive standpoint, they were running trick plays, gadget plays. Yeah. They were they kept the defense of the Pittsburgh Steelers, who opened the game pretty good. And and I do I'm pleased with the the defense of the Steelers. I think they're going to be better than they were certainly last year. But they just they were out coached again. I mean that's the bottom line with Tomlin against Belichick. To come up to the podium and be like, I, we just weren't ready. Well, the, well, who the hell's fault is that, Mike Tomlin? That's, That's your job. fault for not being ready. I mean, here we go again. The Patriots continue to do it, and I will always be blown away in a copycat league. 
this team looks like, you're right, mid-season, man. They look like this is now October, not September with the plays they came running out last night. And that defense, oh my, it's not that they have exceptional talent on defense, Dane. It's they're so well coached. And yeah. they knew what Big Ben was going to run before Big Ben, a la coaching matters in the NFL. Yeah, absolutely, Joe. And here's the funny part. Like, I don't worry about what Tomlin says up at the podium, Joe, because that's what that's that's Tomlin's approach all the time, you know, to have accountability and like transparent accountability. He does that all the time on the podium. OK, I kind of like it. But now I've heard it so many times that I'm yeah. immune to it. You know yep. what I mean? He's always like, yo, we'll wear that. We got to be better. And, and I, I applaud that in general. You know what I mean? But that's just Tomlin's way. So I don't care about that. What I think you know, it's so interesting. You talk about coaching, but honestly, Joe, Tom Brady is a coach in essence. Mm. Tom Brady yeah. is a coach and every single play he'll get you into the best matchup. And every single time we talk about like the herd that is, I call it a fantasy herd, Joe, because you never know who is going to pop off and have a great game. Uh, raise your hand if you had Rex Burkhead leading the Patriots in rushing yards last night. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Burkhead and White and Sony Michelle, they didn't even use the kid Damian Harris who they drafted out of Alabama. Receiving wise, raise your hand if you had, you know, we're talking about Josh Gordon and Antonio Brown and Julian Edelman and Demarius Thomas waiting in the wings. Mm -hmm. Raise your hand if you had Philip Dorsett leading the team <laughs> in receiving. You know, that's what I mean. And because he can do that, it kind of doesn't matter. They have their yep. coach at the quarterback and that ain't going to change. But he and, a def he and a defense again coordinator, and that defense was stifling last oh. night to that uh, to that Steelers. Because uh, Big Ben's been around, too, and he looked like a deer caught in the headlights. Like, he looked like a deer caught in the headlights for a guy that He's got two rings. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. Dad, what are you doing? Cramming for college. I'm the one going to college. Yeah, but we need to figure out how we're going to pay for it all. Discover Student Loans. Discover does student loans? Yeah, they're one of the top student loan lenders in the country. It takes 15 minutes or less to apply, and there are no fees for the life of the loan. Best of all, I can earn cash rewards if I get good grades. Really? Yeah, we still have time to apply and get a great rate. So I can just chill. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to madesailors.com. That's madesailors.com. 
Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round. We never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Wager Talk with Teddy Covers and Ralph Michaels. We think a team that won four or five games is not going to be good. We assume a team that won nine or ten games is going to be good. And the NFL is such a league of parity. Few turnovers, a few special teams plays is the difference between a six-win or an eight- or nine-win team. Take it with a grain of salt. Keep track this year. Keep it in your handicapping books for week one next year as well. Watch live weekdays, 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern on SportsGrid and Zoom TV, channel 719. I uh, do want to send a big shout-out to our uh, boy, Drew Dickmeyer, by the way. Welcome in here to Make It Rain. How fitting, too, as uh, the man uh, did just that, made it rain for himself yesterday. And uh, we, got, yeah. we, we keep trying to tell you here, guys. All right? We keep trying to tell you. DailyRoto.com, the lineup optimizers there. We bring on Drew on shows all throughout the network all week long. Hell, we even had him on Pro Football today, yesterday, to start between right before kickoff, 10 to 1 o'clock. We brought Drew on to give you his thoughts on his lineup, who he was coming across with. And, guys, I mean, look, look, look at the lineup here, guys. Let me let me put it up here for you. Let, let me throw the lineup here Don't because every one of big. these Did guys, he, really? he banged it. Every one of these guys he talked about during the week on a show on this network. Sure did. Okay. And sure did. so what happened when it was all said and done last night? Yeah, that's $100,000 to Drew Dinkmeyer with Get that the lineup. The same here. damn lineup he was telling you about all week long, including Get the, F out of the here. optimizers. The optimizers is what gave him the lineup here, guys. That's the whole point of what we're talking about. So when we mentioned Shout Daily Roto, we are telling you it's not that, you know, he's got 9,000 lineups in. No, he's he's got a handful of lineups that he – puts through the optimizer that he uses his data and, and this is what comes out. So we're not kidding that, when we say okay. millionaires are made at dailyroto.com guys, we're not kidding. Millionaires are made with those lineup optimizers. So take advantage of it guys. Unbelievable Drew Dinkmeyer. Congratulations. But a million Joe, dollars. I had a lot of those players also. I had a lot yeah. of those players also. I yeah, I I doubled up. I I cashed for $20 in a $10 tournament. Not yeah. as much as yeah. Drew, but hey. Yeah. Big shout out to him. I did but tell y'all about Vernon you know, Davis as a value at the tight end position, though, and he yeah. blew up for a touchdown early. Yeah, yep, yeah. He no, he did by the way, and that uh, that helped me in one of my leagues. So congratulations, I did pick him up and uh, uh, swapped swapped him out for Eric uh, Ebron. But um, we'll, we'll touch base on some of these winners and losers, certainly from a fantasy standpoint uh, later on. But 
I think one of the overwhelming themes yesterday, too, for a lot of folks, uh, and it's, man, injuries are always a part of the game, guys. But injuries in week one are, I mean, it's tough. I, I get why you're damned if you do, you're damned if they don't during the preseason because you don't want to risk uh, you know, hurting your, you know, some of your franchise players. But the reality is it's going to happen. And when you take a look at that Jacksonville Jaguars, Kansas City game, guys, two huge names, guys that, you know, $200 million worth of players went down in that game yesterday, uh, Kansas City against Jacksonville. Nick Foles got one, barely a quarter in before he was carted off stood in a packet and threw a 35-yard strike for a touchdown only to get his clavicle broken. And now, who knows, he's got to have surgery. It's probably done for the rest of the season. So that completely changes the landscape of what Jacksonville's the rest of their year looks like now. And then on the other side, Tyreek Hill, uh, huge things expected from him. Just signs a 50-some-odd million-dollar contract the, uh, you know, over the weekend. And, guys, he had to be rushed to the hospital, all right, because he had some sort of, like, internal bleeding thing going with his sternum. and his co- sternum, So, yeah. like, he's going to be out now a couple of weeks. You had Mahomes almost broke his ankle in that game, had to get taped up, was hobbling around. And that's, you know, welcome to the NFL, guys. That's uh, That's unfortunate. It's an unfortunate part of the game, especially when it's the quarterback, because let's face it here, Dane, Nick Foles was the defense was always supposed to be good. But Nick Foles was the guy that was supposed to take him to another level. But the kid Minshew went 22 of 25 for 275 with two touchdowns. And this is a sixth round draft pick who is now going to be the face of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Unfortunately, it's a tough ask. But you've got to do sliver of hope. You've got to feel good about what this kid did as a rookie coming out against a Kansas City team in an impossible situation. You know, he there's no way he's going, yeah, all right, I'm going to play today. You know what I mean? He's like, all right, right. I can kind of kick back. At 12.30 p.m. yesterday. Exactly, right. Dane. But he did pretty good. So all said and done, you, you took him in the sixth round, a flyer. But it could be maybe the steal of the draft if he's able to actually win some games here. No, Joe, I think that is an overreaction on overreaction Monday, unfortunately, Joe. I do not think that. We say all the time that backup quarterbacks may be able to look good for a stretch of two games or three games, and that's when we're talking about backup quarterbacks that have NFL experience. That's when we've been talking about guys like Tyrod Taylor and Jacoby Brissett, for goodness sakes. I did not believe the same thing will be true for Gardner Minshew. I don't care if he went 22 of 25 in the opener, okay? The Jacksonville Jaguars are in trouble because in week two, whoever their opponent is, and I have to bring it up, we'll have time to prepare for Minshew, okay? We'll be stacking 10 men in the box to stop Leonard Fournette and asking Minshew to beat him. I do not believe that he's going to be okay. I believe that this is eviscerating the season chances of the Jacksonville Jaguars if, in fact, Foles is done for the year because there is no timetable on his return. He's having surgery on the clavicle, I believe, today. And after spending 100 
some odd million dollar, or 84 million, whatever it was, he is pretty much done. And like the Jacksonville Jaguars season hopes, I think, went with it. What I think, if anything, Joe, is, and again, this is overreaction, and I know the kid performed well in very limited spot duty, but I think you're going to start hearing the names of, oh, I don't know, Brian Hoyer. You're going to start hearing the names of, oh, I don't know, Colt McCoy. You're going to start hearing the names of, you know, these kinds of guys, the guys that are sitting there in bubble wrap like Teddy Bridgewater, like Tyrod Taylor. You are going to start to see those names to see if the Jacksonville Jaguars believe they still have, you know, a team that can be a playoff contender. That's the ponds they are going to fish in, in my opinion. They know Gardner Minshew is not going to get them to the promised land. See, if I'm Jacksonville, I'm not worried about Min- it, it is what it is. I mean, I'm not worried about putting Minshew under under center. My bigger problem is you're supposed to have an all-world defense that got smoked by the Kansas City Chiefs in your own game. Patrick Ramsey, I mean Patrick Ramsey. Um, you've got all of these guys, Jalen Ramsey. Ramsey. Yeah, I mean, you've got all of these guys that have been taught, oh, we're supposed to be great. You got Josh Allen. You got all the – you had – and granted, they they beat up Mahomes a little bit yesterday, but you got you got toasted on the defensive side of the ball. Any hope that you had, by the way, of, of having – of bouncing from worst to first, and how many times did we hear Jacksonville's going to be the team yeah. to go from worst to first? Yeah, well, guys, um, not with that defensive effort at home, in a situation where you've had weeks to prepare, I'm more worried about the defense on that team. Maybe not as good, and and maybe it's a coaching thing, and, and we've, we've already talked about it. Maybe the coaching on Jacksonville is not where it should be, and I don't think anybody, we talk about um, you know guys that might be on the hot seat, including Gruden in Washington. Well, uh, I don't know how you can have that defense, that kind of talent and still be telling me or trying to convince me that the leadership in Jacksonville is where it needs to be. I mean, that's fair, you know, Joe, but at the same time, what I will say this, because I got to defend my man, Doug Marone. He is from the Bronx after all. So I got to show him a little bit of love. Um, what Don't I worry, will he'll say, be there in a, he'll be there soon. Don't worry. He'll be back in the Bronx with me. We can go to a Yankees <laughs> playoff game together, maybe. Um, what I will say, though, Joe, is, you know, seeing the Kansas City Chiefs in week one is probably the toughest defensive assignment in the NFL. You know, I mean, Patrick Mahomes was the reigning MVP. He did have 300 yards in the first half. And that's not making excuses. But, you know, um, the Kansas City Chiefs can make your defense look bad. Now, I thought they would look much better. I was on the under in this game, as you know, but I'm willing to, you know, one of the things we do is overreact in week one. One of the things we need to exercise is patience in week one. Don't get me wrong. The Jacksonville Jaguars defense did not look good, but at the same time, the Chiefs have a propensity to make defenses look bad. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I get it, but this is not a NFC playing an AFC team. This is yeah. a, you've you've played them last year. Like, you, you're yeah. going to have to at some point show that you can hang with, especially if the playoffs are in your future. You know Kansas City is going to be in the conversation. You built up, I mean, you went out and got, well, who'd they use the first round draft pick on? Another Ash defensive Yep. Belt, you know, purposely to go and pressure Mahomes yep. and to be able to beat teams like that. And you failed, well, man. Well, I like, mean, you, listen, you Joe, there was a time. 
because I got shares of Patty Mahomes. There was a time when my heart was in my throat when he mm-hmm. was limping a little bit. You know, like yeah. they. They, they they did some of the things they wanted to do. It just got away from them quickly. And I could also say the air probably goes out of the building when your pr- new franchise quarterback is on a cart in the first half. You know, I'm not trying to make c- complete excuses, but let's see how they look. And let's put it this way. Week two, Joe, they go to Houston on another legitimate litmus test for their defense, regardless of what happens tonight for the Houston Texans, right? I just think it'll be a little bit easier than what we saw yesterday against the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, I, I, you know, I've got absolutely no hope because when one of your star linebackers gets thrown out, oh, yeah, that was crazy. He's throwing a punch with that a guy crazy. wearing a helmet and then wants to kill the ref on his way out of the, like, You've lost all of that kind of crap is like, well, welcome to Jacksonville here, guys. There's no excuse on any level for it. And he's an integral part of that defense. And you can't control him like he's. And I mean, listen, the Jaguars are one of those teams, Joe, that I've said before. We've said when things go well for them, they're happy. They're partying. They're giving articles and interviews to GQ magazine. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's all good. But when they hit adversity, what happens? And by the way, Joe, another team like that, I'm sure we're going to talk about on the other side of the break. How dangerous do Baker and the Browns feel waking up this morning? Yeah, reality check there. And mm-hmm. uh, it, it's a, a few teams like that. I'm I think sure we'll talk big, about them on the other side of yeah, the break. Yeah, big reality check in Cleveland. Uh, I think a big reality check in Tampa. I, yeah. There's a few teams here that... Got to be scratching their head going back yeah. to the drawing board. And uh, and we'll talk about both of those teams coming up here as we look to make it rain. Time to get on the grid. <laughs> SportsGrid.com. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 20 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called TheBestDate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at TheBestDate100.com. That's TheBestDate100.com. One more time, TheBestDate100.com. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. 
Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435, 888-400-0435, andro400.com. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Everybody's going to throw us in the trash. I think that's good. I know what type of men we have in this locker room. And quite frankly, I don't really give a damn what happens on the outside. I know how we're going to react. I know what we're going to do, how we're going to bounce back. And we got a Monday night game coming up. So we don't really care. Ready to go. I'm sorry, guys. I'm late for my next GQ interview because I don't care what anybody says outside this building. Welcome in. That is Baker Mayfield, quarterback of the uh, Cleveland Browns, who, by the way, set a record. Congratulations to Baker Uh, And the boys, and I know with all the hype train uh, surrounding Cleveland, nine and a half wins, right? They're going to win the division at Super Bowl. Uh, And congratulations, they set a record. It is now um, the 15th season opener in a row that they have lost in a season. So congratulations. Didn't they tie week one last year? Didn't they tie? uh, yeah, winless. They they haven't won. Oh, winless. Yeah, yeah, got it. Got, got it. Got it. Got they it. haven't. Uh, they have not won in fifteen. That's right. Fifteen seasons now. Uh, can't put a W on the board. And the Tennessee Titans uh, have a quarterback issue. It's a oh wow, it's going to be a problem. Well, yeah. Well, the problem is with Cleveland. It ain't with uh, the Tennessee Titans because they sacked Mayfield five times, forced him into uh, three interceptions, including a pick six. And oh yeah. Uh, by the way, 18 penalties for 182 yards is what the Cleveland Browns had yesterday. And I don't know. It's almost like you got a head coach there who's never coached maybe anything higher than an assistant coach level trying to run a uh, a group of egotistical lunatics. Oh, yeah. And your lead offensive lineman, the guy that uh, the left tackle is supposed to protect the blind side of. Yeah, he gets tossed because he kicked somebody a la Adamican Sue in the head uh, on a play there yesterday. I don't think it could have gone much worse than it did for the Cleveland Browns yesterday. And guys, this is not an overreaction. The overreaction with the Browns happened uh, the minute that Odell Beckham Jr. was signed, and that was it. Apparently, this was all he needed. That's where the overreaction, what you got yesterday by many level-headed people was just a prime example of why Freddie Kitchens was the wrong hire and that this team, without any real leaders, a whole lot of me, 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 I, I, I guys, yeah, this is, I I would get used to more situations like this because Mike Vrabel came in, better coach team, better discipline, and they came in there and run over you, oh yeah, in your own damn building, so... 
Now you get to take on the Jets, who we'll get to have their own issues. But Cleveland, I don't know if it's an overreaction. They've got they don't have a talent problem. They've got a coaching problem there. We've been saying that for a while now, Dane. Yeah, I mean, whether it's a coaching problem or a maturity problem or an experience problem, it's one of those kinds of things. We've been saying it, at least on this show, Joe, for a while. What would happen to the Browns when they faced adversity, right? Baker's happy to talk about how dangerous he feels. He's happy to talk about other teams drafting quarterbacks. He's happy to talk about other teammates' contract disputes and stuff like that. And we've been saying what happens when Freddie Kitchens has to handle adversity and his locker room. He's a he told us what he's going to do. He's going to fire people who talk and leak. Remember that? And he yep. and Josh, John Dorsey, they can take it. And we said then that this may be a powder keg of ego if and when the Cleveland Browns don't get off to the start. Everybody expects them to. And that may be what's happening. So we were on this. Let's see how they handle it, Joe. I got to tell you, though, we have a poll question up, Joe, and that is who – uh, impressed you the most yesterday? What team impressed you the most? The four options I put in were the Cowboys, the Ravens, the Titans, and the Patriots. I personally, Joe, I'm voting with the Tennessee Titans because the Cowboys were at home against the team people didn't think were going to do too much. The Patriots were at home, and they're the damn Patriots. The Ravens were on the road, but against a team that many people believe are tanking and could be beaten by Alabama. And that leaves the Tennessee Titans, who went on the road against the team where that building was probably buzzing because they they had expectations, and they went in there, and they dump-trucked the uh, Cleveland Browns. They beat them, you know, 43-13. to 13. That is the most impressive, the most impressive uh, output that I saw all day yesterday, the Tennessee Titans, who many people believe are the kind of nondescript last-place team in that division, made a statement, and Marcus Mariota was like, look, I can still be a starting NFL quarterback. Three touchdowns, no interceptions. I'll go back to it, coaching. And, yeah. you know, we, we talked about it all off season long. And, and I said, Rabel is turning into one of the better coaches in the NFL and what he was able to do with that team last year and the style of football he brought to the table, his coaching decisions on fourth and short, the way he, the kind of culture he was setting there, uh, they're going to take a next step. And, and then you couple that with a guy who was, you know, he was getting Gatorade, all right, just a couple of years. Like, it wasn't even the offensive coordinator, really, last year. Right. Um, yeah, that's going to be a mismatch. And it was a mismatch yesterday because he brought a, a defense that is going to be pretty good, guys. Tennessee is going to be tough, hard-nosed football. And if Mariota can stay on track here and maybe a little uh, motivation by having Ryan Tannehill up your ass all preseason mm – -hmm. Uh, he looked like a different guy last night. I trust Vrabel. And really, at this point in the year, to me, this is all about coaching right now. And, and a lot of the handicapping decisions are going to be based on what is the coaching matchup here? Who do I trust more to be able to scheme? Because let's face it, first halves, guys, are all about they're they're all about yeah, planning during the week. Right. They're all, And then, you know, halftime and getting into second half is about adjustments. But. Look at the first half of teams, New England, okay, in the situation, Tennessee. That's all coaching, and yep. there was a total mismatch there. And then you get to the Jets, who yesterday, the Adam Gase era was, yeah, um, was exciting. Now, that game was like watching paint dry Dane for, for most of it. Uh, they gave up uh, the Jets, of course. Their defense and offense scored the same amount of points, which is going to be a problem moving forward.
Adam Gase is a lot of things, but what he's supposed to be and the reason you hired him is this offensive guru that can create uh, all these opportunities for the Jets to score. Now, I don't blame Gase on everything because some guys got to still play, including Sam Darnold. Um, but clearly, there is a disconnect there with that Jets offense. I not, I'm not sure what it is. I don't want to re- overreact to it. But I will tell you this, if we don't see, if that's the best we're going to see over the next couple of weeks, yeah, the Jets could be, you know, one in three, uh, oh, and four kind of situation before they know it. Yeah, I guess that's true, Joe. Here's the thing, though. Honestly, I'm going to tell you right now, there will be a new Jet tomorrow, and it'll Mm. be the place kicker. You know, uh, I got Corey Vidvek, you know, who they tried to get. I mean, you know, I'm not trying to make excuses, but you hit an extra point and you hit a relatively, you know, gimme kind of field goal. And that's a very different game. Okay, now Buffalo did come on back. Josh Allen was impressive in the second half. I will also say this. C.J. Mosley was dominating this game on defense. Okay, he was all over the place. Pick six in faces, making tackles for loss, scooping up fumbles and stuff like that. 20 to 25 yards deep in coverage even and then he goes out in like the end of the third quarter in the third quarter and it was a completely different defense Joe all right so I'm gonna have those two kind of like excuses as a Jets fan the kicker needs to hit some kicks and CJ Mosley was a huge loss on defense however on the offensive side of the ball Joe the problem as I see it is that they are not going down the field. Every pass is within five, six yards of the line of scrimmage. That's how you have Jamison Crowder with 14 catches for 99 yards, Joe. 14 catches for 99 yards. And then Lev Bell is the second highest, you know, kind of uh, receiver with six for 32. This is all very, very short. All game, I was like, yo, they're doing this just to set him up for the shot to Robbie Anderson later on in the game. And it just didn't happen. Okay, Sam Darnold can't throw for 175 yards on 41 attempts. To me, that's just dinking and dunking. I thought they were doing it to set up something more aggressive later on in the game, and they just never went to it. That's what I think needs to happen. I think, listen, they fixed the kicking game. If C.J. Mosley's out there, it's okay. Um, But that's the big change for me. They need to get more aggressive and go down the field a little bit more in the passing game. You can't have Jamison Crowder catching 14 balls all within five, six, yards of the line of scrimmage, Joe. And this is a la Gase all over again. I saw this for four years here in Miami. You cannot have a 17-point lead, 16-point lead, guys, and have Sam Darnold at the end throw 41 passes and, oh yeah, Lev Bell only carried it 17 times. The idea that with a lead, you don't let, let you don't hand the damn ball off to Le'Veon Bell for better or for worse and allow him to take and keep Josh Allen and company off the field. He did this crap down here for four years. Same thing with Drake and company, uh, Ajaye. It, it was the same thing. This I'm smarter than the room. You've got one of the best weapons in the NFL. When you've got the lead, Dan, you got to run the damn ball. You've got to be able to establish the run and give this guy an opportunity to take over a game and keep them on the sidelines. And instead, we end up with a 41-pass attempt effort by Sam Darnold, dink and dunk. And by the way, it's not like they had to come from behind, so no. they had to chuck it around. You had an opportunity, you had the lead and an opportunity to take over the game, and you just paid a dude. 
50 million dollars not to hand the ball off to like I'm I'm can but this is I'm telling you guys I've seen this I've seen this movie before with Adam Gase. This is who he is, which is why I think in six or seven weeks, Dave, we're going to be scratching our head going, I, I don't get what, like, why? Why? 41 yeah. attempts, dude. I mean, that's it. Yeah, 41 attempts, which net 175 yards <laughs> on the ground. And that shows, exactly. I mean, like, I've literally, I've never seen a line like this, Joe. 14 receptions for 99 yards out of Jameson Crowder. Let me tell you, yep. if you're in a PPR fantasy league, go get yourself Jameson Crowder. He's going to catch eight, nine balls a game because it looks like that's what this offense is. Five yards outs, six yard ins, hoping to get the comeback. Le'Veon Bell in the flat. And that's all it is. They did not go downfield once, Joe. Once, I'm yep. telling you. And honestly, Joe, Lev Bell looked fine to me, okay? Mm-hmm. He looked like Le'Veon Bell. He, he, looked was, fresh. he was turning three-yard carries into seven-yard carries. He was that outlet in the passing game. He converted third downs, okay? I ain't mad at Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell played just fine. I'm not mad at most of the offense. To your point, it seems like it was the scheme because Sam, <clears throat> all right, I mean, you know, he 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 made some he didn't throw any interceptions you know right. he didn't it, it was just that they were so conservative so dink and dunk and i understand that when you're up 16 nothing but you're right run the clock out guys you have Le'Veon effing bell right behind you dot in the eye yep. give him the ball and it just seemed like they didn't have the horses to get more aggressive and that was what surprised me joe yeah it was uh, and just you know add the jets to uh, the list of teams that surprised uh on their on their efforts there in scheme and coaching and then how long uh, do you think the kicker has a job joe how long do you think that kicker has a job i don't blame the i don't blame the kicker i don't blame any of that the new york jets spent the entire offseason knowing they needed to address the kicker position and you didn't want to pay myers six million dollars a measly six million dollars okay and this again part of this is the previous regime there but you let him walk out the door and then you never really addressed it in the in the preseason yeah. when you had a chance to. If you just picked up, you had a guy kicking for you guys that was that Harbaugh stuck it to the Minnesota Vikings who ended up getting a draft pick for a guy who can't kick. And then Minnesota lets him go and the Jets are like, all right, yeah, we'll take him. Like it, they, the Minnesota traded for him and let him go. What the hell makes you think you want him? Like this is... A front office problem issue. I, I don't blame the poor kid. I blame the front office of I don't play. I mean, he just don't have a job come 24 hours. That's all. Yeah. Well, but so he didn't have a job. He shouldn't have had a job to begin that's with. It. I, but the Jets and Minnesota knew that. He just Minnesota gave up an asset for him and let him go. Yeah. I hear you. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. We'll talk about the Falcons next, too. Talk about unbelievable. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenics samples are not available in stores. 
To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I need someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to SportsGrid.com slash DK to play. That's SportsGrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call one 800 Gambler, 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. All right, here we go. Monday, fun day here as we look to uh, try and make heads or tails of the very first Sunday in the uh, in the NFL. And uh, it was it was crazy to say the least. The games yesterday, early games, a lot of blowouts, late games, actually pretty exciting. But uh, I want to mention something uh, rather quickly because this came up a lot yesterday. Uh, A little gambling you here for you. Uh, the word teasers keeps be throwing around, and this was a big, and always right around the NFL season, we, we get this. And I just want to quickly talk about uh, rule number one, which people break a lot, and I don't think they quite understand the concept. The reason that you'd want to tease something is because you feel that either the underdog or the favorite, you are going to give yourself a greater edge in the spread by teasing it, usually six points one way or the other. And the two numbers that, as a rule of thumb, just please, three and seven are the key numbers that you want to cross. Either way, when when picking a teaser, a six-point teaser, the thing you never want to do, and the reason three and seven, guys, is because they're, those are king. Those are ultimately the two numbers in which most NFL games throughout history are somewhere in the three to seven mark. That's why we're not arbitrary. It's true. Most of the games are usually decided between three and seven points. So you want to be able to cross that threshold, either three and seven. What you don't want to do is cross zero. 
In other words, take somebody that was plus uh, two and a half and then bring them the other way and, and make it minus. You want teams, you want to be able to get it where you're either taking a favorite and pushing them up and you're crossing seven. So maybe minus seven and a half, minus eight right. and a half. And you want to go the other way where maybe you're taking somebody who, uh, you know, is minus six and a half or seven and you're bringing them past three the other way. Just remember right. three and seven cross key number. Right. Cross those keynotes. Just concentrate on that. You can throw a few bucks. We'll get in the pricing down the road. But the reality is don't cross zero. I saw way too many people making bets yesterday's and teasers. They're going the other way. Like, don't don't do it. Like, don't go the other way. No matter how much you love it. And oh, yeah, don't tease totals. OK, mm. they don't win often enough. So we could do that on both Monday night games, though. We could tease the op the right way to cross a key number, right? And we'll show you that coming up next hour as we look to make it rain, people. Let's do it.